What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. All right, good deal. So, we're at Matthew 5, and uh, it's verses 1 through 12. Anybody have any comments? Alrighty, nobody has any comments. So I'll just uh, read a few verses and then uh, just start talking about it. It says, Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for their for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who are before you. All right, I just read a bunch. I said I was just going to read a few verses of that, but I was like, might as well just keep going, right? Anybody got any comments on after that? <laughs> I know, it's okay. No, but that's fine. We'll just keep it moving. So last week, we talked about how can I help? How can I help? And then the Lord said, it's, it'll be difficult for you to help if you're not being what he's calling you to be. Like, wait, 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 before y'all get in the tizzy, just think about that. If you're trying to help somebody in the light of how we're helping, because how are we helping? And it was amazing, because last week I went to, and Jen, you, you probably can attest, but I went to, to Hope City, and it was almost verbatim. I think the brother even used the same text of Scripture that I used last Thursday during the Bible <laughs> discussion on his sermon Sunday. Uh, the pastor of Hope City. I was like listening to him. I was like, oh, wow. This brother listening to the same God I'm listening to. Isn't that amazing? But um, he came from uh, Romans 12 as well. And I think it was verse 3 uh, about God has given every one of us a measure of faith. And he's giving you that faith that, that, that in, he's imputed that faith or that faith has been implanted inside of each and every one of us to do whatever it is he's calling us to do. We all have it. We all have it. Now, 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 this is the thing. This is the kicker. I have to be walking in that faith in order for me to help somebody else walk in that faith. If I'm not walking in that faith and I'm going to try to tell somebody else to walk in that faith, and then they're going to be like, what do you mean by that? And then you trying to explain it and tell it to them. Ain't going to 
they gonna help. Why? Because they're gonna be trying to get and basically they're gonna want to know how you're doing it. And then you're gonna be like, Oh well I can't really help you in that light, but I know what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> what are they more what are they gonna have a proclivity to do? What they see you do, right? They're gonna have more of a proclivity to do what they see you're doing. So then so then so then this is the whole this is the whole discussion for the day. It's I gotta be what God is calling me to be. And and it's real, real simple. Like I read a whole bunch of stuff that God said used to be so so I don't even have to like talk about it. It's it's right here. And it's in the in the kind of stuff that he's calling you to be, it's not like he's telling you to be something that's far fetched. Right? Verse three, he said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What is he saying? Anybody? Is this mic on? Testing. Testing. One, two. <laughs> is the mic on? I heard somebody laugh. What is he? Like, okay, that's a tough one. All right, all right. Let's, let's skip that one then. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Like, like. What is he talking about there? It's like 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 you are a mourning person. Like a person that mourns. Right? And then he said you will be comforted. Right? Somebody's being somebody is mourning and you are a mourning person. How are you gonna help them? If you mourning too. How are you gonna help them? Alright, well never mind. We don't we don't wanna talk about that one even. Alright, how about the next one? Go ahead. It's going to be comfort. Right, right. You're going to attempt to comfort him. So, so, but, but, but you are a person that mourns, and you know that you're being comforted some kind of way, right? Because you, you're walking, even though, even though there's this, this, this sincerity in your heart that that longs and that yearns for people, or or whatever you're mourning for. You're being comforted in that in the same breath, knowing that all is well, right? All is well, and and if you're running into somebody else that's mourning, right? You have to have some sense of all is well about you in order for the help, order to help them to see all is well. Right. You know Does that make sense? Because what are we talk about, what are we talking about, helping. How can I help? And I know everybody wants to jump to that help, like help in what kind of way? We all have this way that we want to help. I know last week the pastor of uh, Hope City, he was talking about telling somebody about Jesus. But I would submit to you, telling somebody about Jesus isn't just going up to somebody and telling somebody about Jesus. (laughs) Because I would submit to you there's a whole lot of people that have heard about Jesus. So you can just say, you know, Jesus loves you. And then I went in, they'd be like, oh, okay, that's cool. But if you model love to them and tell them why you love them, that's a whole different picture. Like, some brothers would just walk up to me and be like, hey, Corey, Jesus loves you. And I'd be like, well, thanks. But if some brother walks up to me and tries to carry on a conversation in just any time, any light, hey, man, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm, you know, I'm going to look at him with the side eye. 
I'm good. How are you? Like, what do you want? And then he'll probably detect that. He'd be like, hey, no, no, no. I come in peace. I was like, well, cool, cool. Me too. And uh, any other brother be like, I carry one too. I carry a piece too. And he'd be like, no, no, no. <laughs> he'll probably laugh, right? Or or not, right? But 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 then he would just start engaging in conversation with me and just say, hey, man, you know, I just saw you over here standing over by yourself or whatever. You know, I didn't know you or nothing. I know I'm, this sounds kind of weird. But I just wanted to just come and see how you were doing. If all if everything is going good in your world, be it would be odd. But then at the same time, to just somebody come over just to see how I'm doing. I mean, yeah, it would be odd. But then at the same time, it would be kind of cool. Like, man, you really want to know? Like, yeah, how yeah. are you doing? And then you proceed to tell them how you are doing, and then they proceed to try to offer you some sense of comfort in that. And then you like, huh, brother, you know, I don't know you from Adam, but that was real cool of you. And he's like, yeah, man, I just want you to know that even though we strangers, I, I love you, bro, and I want to see you see you doing well. How much more would that actually help than you just telling somebody, hey, man, Jesus loves you? Well, me personally, if somebody would actually show a concern for me, that would help me a whole lot more than you telling me. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That Jesus loves me. And what I, my point is this. They're modeling love to me, right? They're being what God is wanting them to be, a model of love, right? That's what this, that's what this is. When you look at these verses 3 and through 12 or however you want to re- look at it, so, so then you, you blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. If somebody's looking for some some meat of God, right? This this righteousness of God, and you meet somebody that's hungering and thirsting after righteousness, and they're aspiring to be righteous, and you see it, and you like, wow, man, how do you, how can you, how do you walk like that? And then they start to express to you how they live and how they walk, and you're like, wow, oh, I see, I see how you're doing it because you're modeling it before me. Right, I'm I'm being what God is calling me to be, so that I can help someone else be what God is calling them to be. That makes sense. See, see, I can't help you if if I'm not actually walking in it. Yeah, I could tell you something if I don't know something, and I heard somebody say something about something. I can tell you what I heard, but I can't tell you if it works or not. Right. It's like, it's like the whole gathering of, of this conference, right? The reason this conference came into being was because we're trying to determine how to hear from God more clearly, like how to hear from him. And then you see these series of discussions where we're talking about how God maneuvers through us, where we're talking about what God is wanting of us, what God is expecting of us, and actually how God is helping us through the whole process and each each conversation, for me, each conversation, things become more and more clear to me. It becomes more and more crisp and more and more precise on how God maneuvers through us and what God wants of us and what God expects of us. And then the more you see it, the more clear you see it, the more decisive you can become. Like like your decision, your decision engine becomes a little bit more... Uh, lucid, like like what choice I'm supposed to make here? It's just like if, if I see this brother hungering and thirsting for righteousness, and I see it, then it's now it's my choice to walk in what I see him walking in. 
I have a choice now. Versus over here on the other side saying, man, I don't even know, you know, how to walk in this righteousness. You know, I know what I'm not supposed to do, or I know what I'm supposed to do. You know, he says love, but how do I walk in that love? You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? How do I walk in that love? How do, how do I hunger and thirst for righteousness? <laughs> Might not even know. Blessed are the merciful. How do I, how, how do I be merciful? Make sense? Because there are times, like, you're thinking you know how to be merciful, but then you're not really knowing how to be merciful. And you start having these discussions on being merciful to people, right? Somebody, I mean, we had a discussion a while back where we talked about, like, how do you respond to people that aren't like you or that disagrees mm -hmm. with you? And it wasn't like, um, you know, you and this person had a discussion and you were talking about your football team and then they started talking about their football team and then y'all were in, indifferent because, your football team was better than their football team. Your football team beat their football team, so y'all had a disagreement. No, no, we weren't talking about disagreeing on a football team. We were talking about disagreeing in what you stand for, like what are your beliefs. Like you're over here saying you're following Christ, and then they're over there saying they don't believe in Christ. <laughs> and then immediately, like, your shield goes up and says, oh, mm -mm, can't talk to them. And God is over here saying, but I want you to be merciful to them, though. I don't want you to look at them like they are a problem because they're not. They're not a problem. The sin is the problem. They're not the problem. They just, they just don't see Christ. Uh, or they see him and they choose not to follow him. But God is still calling you to be merciful to him. He's not calling us to shun them or disdain them. To, or treat them in some type of way like, oh, you're not a person because you don't follow Christ. When get this, they may be the person waiting on you at a restaurant. You're going to be like, oh, Lord, I got to go. This, this is restaurant. Uh, it's evil now because this person don't believe in Christ. <laughs> and then you go to another restaurant where they say they believe in Christ, and then they live like they don't. They don't. Right. And then, oh, by the way, God is calling you to be merciful on that person, too. Oh, they <laughs> hypocrites. I can't, I can't be around them either. <laughs> so then you over here living in the bubble, right? Because you do everything God is wanting you to do, right? And even if you do, right, how is that helping somebody else? It ain't. It's not, right? And so what are we getting at? What are we getting at? What are we talking about? We're talking about being what God is calling us to be so that we can help others be what God is calling them to be, which is which, which takes me to Matthew 4, and it's, I'm not even going to go there. But over in Matthew 4, there was a few verses, I believe 18, 18 through 20, and there was something significant about what Jesus did, and it was something significant about what the disciples did. Very, very significant. Peter, and I believe James, was fishing, like fishing for fish in the sea. And Jesus came up, right? Jesus came up and he said, follow me. And then he said this. He said, I will make you fishers of men. But, but what was significant is this. They followed him. They followed him, 
And well, why is that significant? Why why is that significant? Because they were doing, they were going about living their lives. They they were fishing. That was their livelihood. That's how they made their money, right? That was their craft. And then Jesus said, follow me. And they did. So when he says, I'm going to make you fishers of men, they didn't have a desire to do that. They didn't, that's, not, that's not what they wanted to do. They were doing what they wanted to do or had to do, but they were doing it. Whether they wanted to or had to, they, they did it because it provided for them. But then when Jesus came along and he said, follow me, it was like they dropped everything. They didn't stop being fishers of men. I mean, I know we think, but they didn't. They, that was still their work. That was still their craft. But in the midst of that, they dropped it in that moment to say, man, I'm going to follow Jesus because that's what he wanted me to do. And in the process, I began to follow Jesus. And guess what? In the following Jesus, I'm doing what Jesus is wanting me to do like in that aspect it was a literal like because he was physically there now he's still here but it's more in a spiritual sense so my physical has to follow the spiritual that make it sense to you my physical has to follow the spiritual in how i live out my day-to-day -day life right because that's what they did throughout their day-to-day -day life they was doing basically what god was telling them to do this is what we're doing today guys oh, okay this is where we're going today guys oh okay this is what we're eating today, guys. Oh, okay. We're going to go over here and talk to these people today, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that, is, I hope that picture is becoming clear. Like, like this is what they did. Okay. They, immediately, they dropped what they did, and they just began to follow him. And we made that choice to follow Jesus, to be what he's calling us to be, merciful, uh, meek, poor in spirit hungering and thirsting after righteousness, merciful, calling us to be pure in heart, calling us to be peacemakers. Right? Right? This is what he's calling us to be. Then he's telling us we're going to be persecuted because of righteousness, the righteousness that we hunger and thirst after. We're going to be persecuted for that. And then he says, blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you for falsely uh, and, and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Blessed are you. We know that we're blessed. We know that we're blessed in the midst of all of that. When when people see us following after this Christ, you know what I mean? Not saying we're Christians, not saying it, but when they see us following him, oh, 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 they, they, you know, they, you know, they live different than us. Right, they, they they live different than us, and they begin to ridicule you. Why? You have people actually ridiculing you, and when I say ridicule, they're actually questioning why you would choose to live the way that you're living because of this Christ. I mean, and people do that. They question it. You know, they question it. You living a certain type of way, and they see it, and they're like, "Well, I just live my life free. However, I want to live my life." I'm like, "But well, I ain't very free." Because your wants are pretty limited. <laughs> and your resources are too. So, and if I were to go into your life and ask you certain questions of why you do what you do, I'm pretty sure it would be a result of because of something someone said that you thought 
was highly esteemed in your eyes. You know what I mean? It, it was some influence that you liked. Some It wasn't because you conjured up something to do or a way to live. No, it was based on influences. Somebody influenced you. You ain't just doing it on your own, right? Nobody is. Nobody does whatever they do on their own. Somebody told them, oh, if you do this, this is cool, or you'll get this type of feeling if you do this. Somebody that started doing drugs, they didn't just say, oh, here goes some drugs. Let me try it. No. Somebody introduced them to the drugs and told them this is the result of the drugs. And so they started doing drugs. And then when they after, and it was, it was like this. It's like, oh, this is the result I get from these drugs? Obviously, somebody who was giving them the drugs had done the drugs before. <laughs> I'm talking about from the beginning because you can't tell somebody how the drugs are if you ain't never done them unless you've seen somebody that has done them, right? But say say what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? So let's say the chicken came first. So I'm comparing the person that was introducing somebody to some drugs. Let's say the high high drug dealer came first. That's what I'm talking about. So this high drug dealer started... I know, I know. Y'all didn't come on here to hear me talk about some drug dealers and getting high. But but it's okay. Just follow me. <laughs> so, got this high drug dealer, right? And then he over here trying to get somebody on these drugs. So, he got to know how I feel in order to get them hooked. Me, you're going to get it to the dad. And he's like, oh, okay. All right. It's take, take away all your problems. All of your problems. Trust me. You trust me on this. Because I've been there. I, I know. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously, drug dealers got smart later on. So, they just stopped getting high on their own supply. They started, you know, how other people start. But anyway, anyways, the point is, if the model works in anything, I can't help you to do something I'm trying to tell you to do if I'm not doing it. I can't. I can't. And then once I get hooked into what it is that I see you doing or I've seen you do or you've told me from your own experience, then it's my choice to either follow it or not. That's based on what it is that I want, right? If, because... You go back to verse 3, what did he say? Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If I want that kingdom of heaven, if I want that, right? if I want to be God's child, notice what he says in all of, every time he says what a character is, a characteristic, he always says what they get. If I want this, if I want to see God, if I want to be called a child of God, right? if I want to be blessed, if I want to be in the kingdom of heaven, right? If I want to be, if I want to rejoice and be glad and get a reward in heaven, right? If I want all of that, then I'm gonna do all of those things that he's saying. Warrants it. That's what I'm gonna do. And then in return, I'm gonna model that before people, so that they, so that they can get the same reward, so that they can be children of God, so that they can get this, this kingdom of heaven. That's what I'm gonna model. I'm gonna model that before people. So when you say, "How can I help?" That's how you're helping. You're helping be what God is calling them to be by being what God is calling you to be. And that's the work. Like, that, it's just that simple. It's just that simple. Jesus said, follow me. I'm going to make you fishers of men. Right? I'm going to make you a fisher of men. Why? Because they're following him. <laughs> they're following him. Right? And they saw him. They saw him modeling what God wanted him to be in front of men. They saw it. And then when he left and sent his spirit, it, it, it came back to him. That spirit brought it back to their remembrance of what Jesus was doing. And he did exactly that. They did exactly that. They weren't going and saying, hey, Jesus loves you. No. No. They were living the way Jesus told them to live, and then they gave a reason as of why. 
this is why we're doing what we're doing. This is why we're preaching, hey, man, Jesus is real. You're supposed to be following him. He called you to follow him. He called you to do that. He's calling you to do that. He's calling you to do that now, even as he speaks. He's calling you to follow him. Follow him. Why? Because he created you. Because he wants you to be a part of his family. Because he wants you to join him in his kingdom while you're on earth. Man, you just keep going on and on and on, right? I know, I know. That's it. Really, that's it. That's it. Like, there's no, there's no more to the story. It's just that simple. Just that simple. I'm going to be what God is calling me to be so that I can help you be what God is calling you to be. And then we'll just keep doing it. Back and forth we go. Like, when I'm down, you up. And then follow what being up is. When I'm up, you're up. And I'm down. My model of being down is like. And then we just keep going back and forth. We keep helping each other get up. <laughs> that was kind of funny. But that's, that's it, guys. Well, family. I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more godly discussions. Thank you.